welcome to Join Our Table, a meal support podcast for eating disorder recovery. We are your hosts, Jose Savinsky and Jillian Walsh. We're Canadian dietitians supporting those with eating disorders to re-nourish their bodies and reject diet culture. Join us as we provide light distractions, grounding tools, and resources to help you navigate mealtime. Welcome to our table. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Join Our Table. Um, Jill and I are always excited to be here with you. Um, Today we are doing episode 17. We're doing a meal episode today. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jose. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good stuff. So for anyone who is new to listening to Join Our Table podcast, um, meal episodes are structured in usually a a very specific way. So we have three segments that we'll be going through today um, to help you navigate your meal. So the first segment is going to be our appetizer segment. And in that segment, we lead you through or discuss a grounding activity that you can use before your meals to help maybe calm some of that pre-meal anxiety. Um, And also often it's a tool that you can use in other contexts too. Then we'll move into our main dish and that's where Jill and I dish (laughs) on a variety of topics um, while you eat your meal um, so we can provide some light distraction um, and something to focus on while you're eating. Beautiful. And lastly, we will move into our dessert segment. Um, that's when we give you a takeaway resource or a sweet resource for you to explore um, that will hopefully continue supporting you in your recovery from your eating disorder. So that is the plan for today. Did I miss anything, Jill? Sounds about right to me, Jose. All right. So on that note then, Jill, I will let you... Um, move into our grounding activity as we get started. Beautiful. Hello, folks. I'm so excited to do this one today, Um, mostly because Jose and I just Googled it and had a wonderful laugh. So we encourage you folks to Google this grounding (laughs) activity. Um, What I want to talk to you about today is something that I call adult swaddling. However, Google does not call it, well, Google calls it something calls it adult swaddling, but what Google thinks it is, is not what I mean it is. So when you Google adult swaddling and you see folks looking like they're little dumplings because they're wrapped up in these white sheets and not it all together, that is not what I mean. Because how could we eat a meal in that kind of way? <laughs> Unless we took, the, we would have to take the meal within the dumpling. Like within within the oh uh, dear yeah no don't do I it feel that like way that would be that would be very messy it would be extremely messy so then Jose told me no 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 Jill what you're describing is the human burrito so that is what we are talking about today um, <laughs> so what I, I I always kind of and this is one of my top grounding tools I love it um, but what it is is you take a a blanket so I really like the thinner stretchier blankets because I feel like it gives me more of like the pressure that I'm seeking. Um, But what you do, you you just drape it over your shoulders, almost like you are just like cuddling up on the couch kind of thing. Um, But you take one corner with one arm and tuck it right around one shoulder, like across the opposite shoulder. And then you take the other one and put the the other corner of the blanket up over the other shoulder. And this is very hard to explain as I'm doing it. I'm like 
demonstrating it for you. And then I realized that you can't actually see me. So basically what you're doing is making a human burrito with your blanket and trying to get it as tight as you can, because that gives us firm pressure, especially across the top of our backs in through our shoulders. And it allows us to feel kind of safe and comfort it and almost encapsulate it. So of course we have to bring out an arm too, <laughs> so that we could eat and feed ourselves. Um, <laughs> however, if you can, you know, I guess, keep that position throughout the meal, it can be quite soothing and help reduce pre-meal anxiety. So disclaimer again, if you're just tuning in and you're hearing Jill say adult swaddling, I'm going to do that before I eat. Make sure you do not do the Google version. That is not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I am talking more of a human burrito. Makes yes. sense? Yes. Yeah. In the adult swaddling, like if you go on Google and look at the images, it's a, a lot of people like on their backs, right? And, and kind of wrapped in these blankets. And so, yeah, it would make it quite difficult to eat if you were in that position. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that is our grounding activity for today, folks. If you want to give it a shot, please send us some DMs. If you do try this, um, I find when I explain it to clients, they're like, really? I've never tried that before. Are you sure that's going to work? Um, and then they come back and they're like, hmm, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. Jill, I'm definitely asking you to create or creating more work for you, but I feel like this would be a really good thing to create like a little video or like a reel or something that we could share on our page, like actually showing <laughs> how you wrap yourself in a burrito. Uh, fine. I will do that. <laughs> I will just, do that. Just a suggestion. <laughs> I will do a adult burrito, not adult. Is it adult? I guess. Um, sure. Human burrito tutorial on our Instagram. I will commit to sometime in the next week. No, there's no pressure because this is not going to come out for a while anyways. Oh, good point. Oh my gosh. Imagine if I did it without people knowing what I was referring to. And they were like, um, Jill, we don't quite know why this tutorial is here, but um, why? Okay. Why? <laughs> okay, good point. Okay. I've got lots of time then. Yes, indeed. Excellent. All right. Awesome. All right. So I guess it's time to get our um, timer ready. Mm -hmm. Let's get going. And I'm going to do it the same way. I wonder, have you heard any feedback that is distracting when I let the alarm go off or is it okay? No, I haven't heard anything from anyone on that mm. note. I'm going to yeah. keep it going like that simply because it alerts us that we need to stop um, talking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Indeed. But if anybody doesn't like it, let me know and we can figure out another way. Um, with saying that, if everyone wants to take their first bite with me, I'm going to get that timer started. Excellent. All right. Beautiful. So, Jose, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yes. I love our Thursdays. I know. It's it's kind of fun that we all, like we record on Thursdays, but we also release on Thursdays. Yes. Right Good point. So, yeah. It is podcast day in many anyways. Mm -hmm. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. You are absolutely right. I just love <laughs> when I open up my podcast, like my podcast app, and there we are. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. I know. I'm like, hey, that's that's me. That's us. No, absolutely. It's cool. This is very cool. Yes. I feel like we're famous. Yes. 
but not really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever. We get to we get to claim fame if we want to. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I always love I always love Thursdays. As I was telling you before we jumped onto our recording, Thursdays tend to be a bit of a lighter day for me in terms of my schedule, and mm-hmm. that's intentional, right? It's nice to have those days in my week that are not so packed with um, tasks and seeing clients and that sort of thing. So Thursdays tend to be like a catch-up day in a lot of ways, um, which is nice because then I don't have to rush too much on the Friday right before the weekend. So yeah. Very fair. That is very strategic. Mm -hmm. I really base my my schedule off of my child sleeping (laughs) these days. So it's a little different, but it won't last forever. It will not last forever. That is true. That is true. Speaking of which... So with the holidays coming. So I had to start wrapping some presents today. Not had to. I chose to. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son was hanging out. So I, I said, oh, well, you know, it's going to be his first holiday. So I figured why not start wrapping up some random objects that are just within arm's reach and mm-hmm. see, you know, what he does. My goodness, we had so much fun. <laughs> He was totally engaged and would like flip it over, turn it over, try and find almost like the seam. It's like, like, you've got this down and you're nine Mm -hmm. months old. So now I'm even more excited. Yeah. So you did actually let him try um, opening the packages. So this is not just something that you like – you're waiting to put it on under the tree for later on sort of thing. No, no, no. I literally like grabbed a um, – there was like a book right on the floor that we had been reading probably 20 minutes prior and mm. I just wrapped it and then handed it nice. to him. <laughs> so, so just practice. Just practice. Practice for, for the real deal. Exactly, exactly. And he was totally into it. I was like, perfect. And it was good entertainment. It entertained yeah. him for, for some time. I love, I love that. Are there any photos or videos that you can share with me? <laughs> mm, I don't know if I saved it. There was oh. there was a video, um, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I saved it to my phone. But if not, I'm sure I'll be doing it again tomorrow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because all the Christmas or the holiday wrapping is out. So I have to – I still have to finish wrapping right. um, and get everything in the mail. So yeah, no, this has to happen soon so that yeah. things actually get somewhere before the holidays yeah yeah. so I will I'll keep you in mind and I'll make sure I send you a video in the next couple of days excellent excellent have you ever seen the YouTube video where um, a mom wraps up an avocado yes that's what I think about it's so cute yeah that's what I think about oh an avocado thanks (laughs) (laughs) so I said that probably 10 million times to him today I love that. Oh, it's one of I my favorites. That. It's one of if, my favorite videos. Yeah. If if anyone has never seen this short clip, it is well worth the 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's so wholesome. It's just so good. It's And it just makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. No, it's a funny yeah. one. It is a funny yeah. one. Yes. And, and just goes to show, you know, how... We can be so excited about food, even an avocado wrapped Mm -hmm. in wrapping paper. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I just love it. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at the clock, folks. We are about five minutes in. I'm also 
tempted by the um, a la carte food that is in front of me. So I need mm-hmm. to put that out of sight so that I don't dig into it before the episode. <laughs> but yes, folks, we're about five minutes in um, to what we would call, you know, a 30 minute meal. So making some progress into our entree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So Jose, you had also mentioned that you've been watching a new season of one of your favorite shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, favorite shows, I'm not sh- I'm not sure if it's a favorite, but oh. it is a show that I, I do quite enjoy, mm-hmm. and that is The Crown, um, which is a Netflix original show, I believe, okay. um, about, you know, the British monarchy, the current, the current queen, right? Mm-hmm. And um yeah, the, the the first season kind of shows her ascension. Is that the word? Like when she becomes queen? Oh, I don't yeah. know. That's the that word. sounds right. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it goes through like when she becomes queen and she's quite young, right? When that happens, mm-hmm. um, her her dad um, dies quite unexpectedly. And so um, she's kind of thrust into this role, you know, quite young and um, kind of moves through, like each season kind of moves through almost like a different decade. And so now we're in, we're in, I think the kind of late 70s, early 80s um, in the new season. And so Mm -hmm. that's been very interesting. I've never been someone to be really into the monarchy, like into right. the, the the royal family, I should say, right? Yeah. In in um in the UK. Um if, fun fact, right, for folks who might not know, like Canada is still technically like part of the Commonwealth, right? Mm-hmm. We're still like the queen is t- technically our queen as well, which has always been a strange thing to wrap our head around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as Canadians, but I've never, yeah, I've never been super interested or curious about um about the royal family but i have to say that the crown has made me a lot more interested um uh-huh. and i mean yeah yeah and and also you know disappointed and sometimes kind of disgusted at uh-huh. you know the, <laughs> the ways that it perpetuates oppression and uh-huh. all of this fun stuff but um it's definitely opened my eyes i think to the royal family. Yeah, fair. Yeah. What do you find is the most engaging part of it? Like, is it the fact that it's drama? Is it the fact that it's British? Tell me more. Yeah. So it it is, you know, somewhat dramatized, right? So it, it is exaggerated in some ways. And even though it's based on, on the actual royal family, like, of course, they take some liberties, right? Mm-hmm. And they move some facts around and that sort of thing. Um, But I think one of the things that I had never really wrapped my head around, right, is that so the queen, there's this expectation that the queen is kind of like this blank slate, idolized, saint-like figure, right? That, Uh you know, we're not really ever exposed to like the queen's personality, right? Every time the queen is in the public eye. It is very rehearsed and controlled and yeah. And so I think I found it really interesting with the crown to be reminded that like the queen is a human being, mm-hmm. you know, with with actual feelings and a life and struggles. And, you know, it's discussed a few times over the series how it is her job to like not be 
a person, but to be the queen, right? When, especially when she is in the public eye, to like fully put aside her own person to embody this queen role. And I thought that was really a fascinating concept. Mm -hmm. And, And I can imagine, yeah, it brings up probably all sorts of weird feelings right for yeah. for her and her family as well um because at the end of the day like yeah this is this is just a human mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's the most fascinating portion of it to me yeah. is yeah i'm learning how, about those sorts of things and how fitting that you say that especially now with um like Meghan Markle and Harry kind of detaching mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. if that's the best word but really separating themselves um mm-hmm. and you know finally being able to just be her own person. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I kind of I respect that. I really respect that. Um, folks, sure. we are at we are at 10 minutes in. My goodness. Every time oh, I talk here, I know it always goes so fast. Always goes so fast. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jill? Do you have any any thoughts about the royal family? Not much, to be honest. Not yeah. much. It's not something that I really follow. Um I remember I watched the royal wedding when it was Prince William and Kate, um, mm-hmm. but I don't. I I think I'm pretty sure I lived in BC then, and it was just like the timing worked out in terms of the time mm-hmm. difference. Um, but yeah, like I can't say that it's something that I'm overly interested in. Um, yeah. And I like even when you hearing you talk about the the show I just think I don't have time to watch it because mm-hmm. I am really my my TV right now is the bachelorette <laughs> <laughs> I just love the bachelorette so yeah that is where I am <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. where I've been busy that's that's completely fair and yeah I would say the yeah the crown i think it's it's just brought to light like a lot of the issues around the royal family and the fact that like the uk still has a monarchy Absolutely. right in, in 2020 like you know a lot of monarchies fell at the end of the 1800s early 1900s right like so many um royal families were dethroned and um, you know there were it's it's so interesting that somehow the monarchy in the UK survived mm-hmm. um, that kind of period of revolution after revolution, yeah. right? In various European countries. Yep. Um, yeah, it's always interesting when I hear about monarchies in other countries as well. Like I forget sometimes <laughs> that in 2020, like there are also other countries that still have monarchies. Um, yeah, yeah, that's strange to me. No, absolutely. I know it is. Mm. It's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. And yeah, I mean, it's, there's no other word for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just especially because it's something that we don't really think much of, right? Or I don't anyway, not even though, you know, the queen's on our money and that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. anyway. Like, did you know that Sweden has a royal family? No, I did not know that. Wow. Weird, eh? It is very odd and Mm -hmm. interesting and odd. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Denmark as well. Like there's still, you know, quite a few Mm. families that like still have a a monarchy. Ooh, that is a hard word. (laughs) (laughs) Now tell me, 
in The Sound of Music, <laughs> was that, what was he? Was he like as part of a royal, royal family or was it military? I can't remember now. Who are you referring to? The guy. Like, the, cap- the captain? Yeah. Is that oh, I guess thing? he was a captain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's a military thing. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. I, I could gotcha. I could be wrong. Nah, but, that um, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> sounds about right. We were having, me and my friend were having a conversation the other day if 16 going on 17 was appropriate for a holiday playlist. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah. We left it. We said, fine, it can stay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wasn't quite on it. I was like, ah, I don't know about that. I feel I feel like I've heard my favorite things on yes. holiday playlists. And I feel like that one is more fitting. Yep. I agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. I, but I, I don't know. 16 turning, going on 17. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't think much. I'm convinced. Yeah, I wasn't either. I really wasn't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right, let me check yeah. my time again. Ah, yes. We are down to 15 minutes. My goodness. Already. I know, that's halfway. Yeah. Anyway. All right, folks. So hopefully we are entertaining you as much as we are entertaining ourselves. And <laughs> um, you are about 75% through the um, entree. And that way we'll be right on track for a completed meal in about a half hour. Excellent. Yeah. So <laughs> funny. I just had to open my phone to see the time, like the timer. And I see mm-hmm. a message come in through my from my dad that says, uh, your mom's sending you the money for her Christmas gifts now. Excuse me? What? I sent Yeah. I sent him the receipt and said, hey, this is what I have for her from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured at least he could like, he could finish the transaction. Mm-hmm. So now he's gone and told her. I hope he didn't tell her what she got. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, not so impressed. Funny. I am not impressed with that. <laughs> so you bought a gift like from your dad to your mom yes. for your dad yes okay oh yes yeah. no this is usually how the holidays go <laughs> mm. yeah it's interesting because usually like when I get if I buy something my mom's always interested she's like oh I want one of those so mm. basically I just go and look to see like what what I want, and then I'm just like yeah. perfect. That'll be it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But unfortunately for her and for everyone else, um, she has a December birthday, and oh, I yeah. I like it's just hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. My partner's birthday's in December. Mine's in January. Like I find it's so. It's just really close to other like gift giving holidays traditionally, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. find it's. I don't know. It's just a, it's a it's a rough time to have a birthday. I really yeah. I like those midsummer birthdays. Then you <laughs> you just have a I don't know. Just more opportunity to get something that they haven't already gotten from somebody else, or you know, all that jazz. Yeah, so. yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we have a lot of birthdays in um, in December as well. Um, two people like in my in laws, and then one of my siblings, and. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of December birthdays too. And and you're right. It's it's tricky because you have to think of like, okay, what do I want to get them for their birthday? But then also mm-hmm. what do I want to get them for Christmas, which is like sometimes, you know, sometimes just a few days later or a week later. And so, yeah, it's harder to come up with like multiple mm-hmm. ideas at once, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially for those people who are hard to buy gifts for. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I yeah, it's tricky. It's so tough. so what did your what did your dad do before you were old enough to buy gifts on his behalf? So <laughs> Jose, <your> you don't <laughs> realize how um the the temperature of the water that you were treading into right now. Um so I don't mm. know that we should go there. Because Okay. <laughs> I still don't think that my mother is over it twenty years later. <laughs> Oh, no. So, yeah. I mean, you can read between the lines and assume that perhaps there wasn't too much under the tree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he – yeah. Not a thing. Not Did not do a very good job. So (laughs) I tend to to help out. I also Mm -hmm. love – I love the holidays. Not Mm -hmm. so much. I'm I'm really not much of a gift person, um, but I love holiday music. I love holiday Mm -hmm. flavors. Actually, speaking of which, so I just ran to the grocery store um, for our a la carte treat because I tried to get it at the bakery. It was closed and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love celebration cookies. We had them. We had them last yeah. episode, right? So in those like big um, bins in the middle of the grocery store, they had celebration cookies, gingerbread. What? I know. I didn't know they existed. So gingerbread cookie with the layer of chocolate on top. What? On sale. I was like, oh, can't wait. Went over, went to grab a box. The whole thing started like shifting and somebody somebody was not doing a very good job when they set up this display. Um, it started sliding and I was like, oh my gosh, so boxes and boxes and boxes were just falling on the ground. Oh no. And I was, I was mortified. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody, like they, people were just like staring and walking away. And I was like, okay, right. Cause nobody can help because of COVID. We can't be too close. So mm-hmm. then I tried to like, every time I'd try and pile them back on more would fall off. So oh, no. I considered that a sign from the universe that gingerbread celebration cookies are disgusting. <laughs> and I was not meant to have them. So I then I turned around and I went down the other aisle and I got myself some more chocolate covered almonds and I went to the cash. <laughs> like I'm Good not God. I'm not doing yeah. it. I I'm also not convinced that chocolate and ginger go, go together. together. I agree. I know. Yeah. I was skeptical, but then I was like, mm, worth a try. And then I said, no, the universe is telling me not to try. So yeah. I stopped. Yeah. But no, I think you're right. I really do agree with you in that I I don't know that they're they're a good idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they're yeah. on sale and piled up like nobody's yeah, buying them. Mm-hmm. But listeners, if you've tried it, let us know. Because yes, I'm worried, like I am up to, I would consider a second trip to try them if somebody had, you know, vetted them first. Yes. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I don't think I would try them unless someone like said, yes, they are worth trying. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we are at 10 minutes. So we should be finishing up the um, entree and starting to get into the other things. So if you have any fruit, a drink, a sweet ending, any of that stuff, now is the time to be starting that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So 
Speaking of, you know, gifts and that sort of thing and surprises, <laughs> you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned very briefly before we started recording uh, a challenge with keeping surprises yes. a secret. <laughs> I find I don't notice it about me until this time of year. Mm -hmm. And then I get really excited because maybe I found like the perfect present and mm -hmm. then I want to go tell that person. Yeah. And yeah. I have a really hard time keeping it a secret. Mm -hmm. So I, um, my best friend, I, I would call her my sister, to be honest. She's been my best friend for 25 years. So, mm -hmm. um, she's, she's spending time with us. And so we'll see her for the holidays. Um, mm -hmm. because we have, you know, we're in a bubble. Yeah. Um, and a, probably a few weeks ago, actually it was probably longer than that. Anyway, I ordered Torin and my husband and I some pajamas for the holidays. And of course they're mm -hmm. all matching. I did not realize until I was a parent that you can get like family yeah. pajamas where yes. I thought was super cool. So anyways, did that. And then we decided that she was coming down. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go back and get some to match. Mm -hmm. So of course the ones that we had were sold out because it's a big thing and people like to get these holidays or holiday thingamajiggies, um, mm -hmm. pajamas. Anyway, but we got coordinating colors, which I think is almost cuter because ours are white and red and hers are green and white. Oh, cute. Yes, yeah. So anyways, they're super cute. So I was talking to her today as I talk to her every day and I was about to tell her, oh my gosh, I got this and you know, I can't wait for you to have them. I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> I can't tell her. So then I said, well, if I ask her if I can share the surprise, then I have her consent and then it's okay. Yeah. Indeed. She wouldn't give it to me. She said, oh, don't no. you dare. I said, but I need to. It's such a good surprise. And she's like, but then it's not a surprise anymore. Anyway, I tried. She wouldn't allow me. So then I wasn't she allowed to tell her. She shut me down. She was like, go tell to, go tell uh, Torin. And I was like, mm, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will tell him, but it's not the same. So I hope this friend doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, maybe this was my discreet way of wearing the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she does. Yeah, I definitely that don't would think be she really does. funny if she does. Then I'm really mean. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to see you for the holidays. <laughs> In your in your family matching pajamas. In our family matching pajamas. I, I have her other little things that I'll surprise her with too that I won't tell. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. Keep some of it a surprise. I'll keep some of it a surprise. That's <laughs> now, wait, when is this going live again? I mean, I'm trying to think of like how many days. No, there's no way she won't listen. I think it's I think it's early December. No, I don't it's think she'll listen. Like it was one thing when I was like, hey, go rate and subscribe all of my friends and mm -hmm. like please so that we can be visible. And I don't think she's going to listen. Fair. So we hope. There we go. So it's our, our little secret. <laughs> our little secret. Our little secret. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very excited. Do you folks yeah. do um do matching pajamas? No, not matching. Usually we traditionally have gotten a pair of pajamas from my parents mm -hmm. every um every holiday season um but they don't usually match so my mom kind of just gets what she thinks we'd like That's fair. um 
Yeah, but I think that will be stopping this year just because like we can't get together as a family and, um, you know, we can go and get our own pajamas. Yeah. So yeah. we're adults now. It's time for us to take on that responsibility. Yeah. If we want holiday pajamas, we can go buy them. I hear um, you. Mm-hmm. And I guess you and your partner don't don't wear the matching ones yet. Not yet. yet. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I said yet. I guess I'm predicting. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. But there is, you know, there have been times where I've been very excited about matching with my partner, um, just like our regular clothes. Mm-hmm. Like we'll go visit his his parents or something. And I'm like, let's wear matching outfits. So <laughs> you know, it's not that bizarre to expect that at some point we will have matching pajamas yeah, so yeah I'm here for it <laughs> I am here for it it's fun it is fun let me yeah. see where we're at in terms of time mm-hmm. hmm. we are down to the final five there we go final five minutes yeah um, so folks now is the time to be finishing up any of those extra side items that you have um, beverages, all of that jazz. You've got about five minutes to just take those last few bites, get it in for a full completion. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. But I, I totally resonate with your strong desire to disclose things that are meant to be surprises. <laughs> I've, I think I've traditionally been pretty good at holding on to those surprises, but like, oh, I'm just like bursting to tell people, you know. Yeah. Um and I think it's hardest with with my partner because we live together and I see him all the time and then right. there's all of these reminders of like, "Oh, yes, I bought you this really cool thing," right? right? Or um yeah, and sometimes in in uh, in the past like I've also gotten him tickets to different things and I can't tell him you know that on that day we're going to be going to this concert or um that sort of thing and so yeah it's always so hard and I'm just like I want that I want the day to come so I can tell him about this thing I'm so excited yes this very excited thing and so when it's your partner do you always buy a ticket for yourself to go with Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, depending on what it is, but traditionally it's always been something that I've been interested in seeing as well. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. This year we were actually, we were supposed to go to a, um, like a, an orchestra playing like songs from video games. Cool. Yeah. And it's just like a local, um, pop orchestra. Um, but unfortunately that was planned for like the end of March and- it of course was canceled because yeah. of the pandemic. Um, it's supposed to still happen at some point when life resumes its mm-hmm. normal course, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, anyways, he will get a very, very late birthday gift yep. at some point, yeah. <laughs> like enough. two years later. Yeah, Fair exactly. Enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Do you find it hard to um, keep like physically hidden? No. Oh no. No, my partner's not like a Snoopy person. Yeah. So no, he wouldn't go into my usual corners, you know, like yeah. I have drawers under my bed and on my side of the bed is like my stuff and he wouldn't uh, go in there. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I find like I, I've already found my Christmas um, chocolate. <laughs> But I was like, you put it in my work closet. Like, what are you doing? Oh, like, no. Of course I found it. I, I don't, why is it a surprise that I found it? 
And mm-hmm. the thing was, was that he stuck it in there, like coming home from the grocery store, thinking that I wouldn't like that he would get back to it. But then of course forgot. Oh, like, well, that's yeah. on you. That is totally on you. Yeah, it's yeah, not like I was sleeping. Sure. I was going yeah. to get some printer ink. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that was a thing. But usually we're pretty good about it. Um, yeah. It's it's usually like the spare room closet. Like nobody go in the spare room closet. Mm-hmm. But then we both hide things there. And then <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm just going to tuck it behind this other thing. But mm-hmm. I was really, really bad for snooping as a kid. Really, really yeah. bad. Oh, no. Yes. I... I found my Christmas gifts or my whatever we were celebrating, birthday, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every year. Oh, every no. year. Yeah. No, I, it's looking back, like I, I, I feel bad for ruining the surprise for like my parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, because I'm sure, because of course I did the whole like an avocado thing. <laughs> and yeah, there's no way that I was as, as stealthy as I thought that I was being. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I I found them every year, <laughs> every yeah. every year. Terrible. Yeah, absolutely. All, All right, stuff. folks, we are down to final ten seconds. So now is that time to get that last bite in, and we'll finish off the meal, doing the hard thing, and the hard thing is officially done. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I love it. Yes. No. Well done, there folks. We go. Yes, lots of virtual high fives mm-hmm. sent your way for doing the hard thing today. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. So shall we move into our dessert? Yes, my favorite part. Yeah. No, yeah. Not to be um, confused with the a la carte episode. We are just yes. moving into the takeaway resource. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The segment that we call the dessert segment. Yes. Because we think we are quite clever with how we've named our segments. <laughs> and um, we understand that we're not that. as funny as we yeah. are. Yeah. It, it, what, we did what we could. We don't have creating writing, creative writing degrees yeah. here. We, yeah, we did what we could. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyways, moving into the <laughs> dessert segment. Onwards. <laughs> Um, today we thought we would chat with you, um, about this very cool organization called Eating Disorders Nova Scotia. And so, of course, they're based in Nova Scotia here in Canada, um, but they do offer services to folks from across Canada, so across the country. Um, so we thought it could be a cool resource to share. I know I've sent quite a few of my clients their way, um, when my clients have been looking for a bit more um, support kind of outside of our sessions and more frequent kind of touchstones, right, and and check-ins. And so one of the things I really love that Eating Disorders Nova Scotia offers is an online peer support chat. So I know that, you know, most folks are familiar with – support groups, right, whether they're in person or right now held virtually, like through video platforms. Um, But I was really excited to find this chat option because I think 
it's it's so important to have a variety of ways that support groups are being delivered, mm-hmm. right, from an accessibility perspective and also just for, yeah, for comfort levels, right? Because not everyone is necessarily in a space where they're ready to be in a room or in a, in a video call with others who are struggling. And so sometimes for some people, the chat can be a really nice way to kind of ease into getting support. And I love that Eating Disorders Nova Scotia really, really believes in peer support. Mm -hmm. Um, Peer support is embedded in their model of service delivery on multiple levels, including their support chat. And so, um, yeah, so this, this online group, this chat is moderated and facilitated by peer support, um, peer support workers. I don't know what they're, what they call them, but peers, (laughs) period. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's really cool, right? To be able to have um, peer mentors that are able to, to support the discussion. You know, sometimes it's nice to be able to connect on that peer to peer level, Mm -hmm. as opposed to having a professional in the room. Cause even, you know, even if facilitators are wonderful and lovely and compassionate, it still does create sometimes a bit of a hierarchy. And um, I know some folks do feel a lot more comfortable knowing that they're in a space with um, a facilitator that has lived experience. So yeah. So that said, it is a, a chat group. It happens twice a week right now on Sundays and Wednesday nights. Um, depending on where you are in the world, you'll have to, you know, go change the um, the time zone. But um, they do accept, yeah, folks from across Canada. Um, you don't need a diagnosis. Um, you don't need a referral. You can self-refer, which is really cool. Um, and it is, you know, it is designed for folks who have eating disorders. So, of course, they have um, guidelines around no uh, weight diet talk mm-hmm. or, you know, talking about specific eating disorder behaviors to try to ensure that the conversation will be as supportive as it can be. So we wanted to highlight that resource. Um, the Eating Disorder Nova Scotia also has other programs as well, um, a mentoring program, a program for family and friends. They have a, a support group that I believe is monthly as well. So they have lots of lots of good stuff um, on top of that, but I really love their peer support chat. So I wanted to highlight that for folks today. I love it. Thank you so much, Jose, for sharing that. That was um, something, it was a resource I did not know existed. So I know they do wonderful work in terms of support groups uh, that are virtual, but I love Mm -hmm. that a chat group is so accessible and often, often offered, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's something that a lot of the, the clients that have, have been part of the group that I've supported have said, you know, they love how in the beginning they can just be kind of a fly on the wall, right? Just reading through the conversation that's happening without any felt pressure to participate, right? Which might be a little bit different in a live group where the facilitator is kind of looking around and you Mm -hmm. might, you might feel a little bit more pressured, even if there is a disclaimer that you can participate to the extent that you want to, Mm -hmm. um, I think they, yeah, folks do appreciate that it's low pressure in that way. So yeah, it's a cool resource. I really like it. I like it. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, folks, that is the end of our meal episode today. This is episode 17. 
Um, and I think this might be one of the few that are leading up to the holidays. Um, so we hope folks are starting to wind down for the year, are starting to find some time to spend with family and friends, of course, virtually right now amidst this global pandemic. Um, but we hope that you are all well and we hope to see you again soon. Absolutely. So before we wrap up, um, where can folks find us? Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm really, I'm looking at this cupcake and I'm like, come on, hurry up. We got to get, we got to get to the next episode. All right, folks, yeah. you can find us on Instagram. It's the only place that we're, we are. It's where we hang out in terms of uh, join our table podcast. So Jose mm -hmm. and I both have access to that Instagram account. You can DM us, you can follow us, you can comment. And it is actually us writing you back. Um, so you can find us there. If you haven't liked or subscribed or rated the podcast, please do. It really helps our visibility so that other folks can find us. And going into this holiday season, it's a great time for folks to um, add a few extra supports that are accessible and available in between, you know, different, different other appointments with clinicians and such. Mm -hmm. and finally, a big thank you to our friend, Claire, who volunteers with us. She is a um, upper level nutrition student and she does a wonderful job editing and producing our podcast. So thank you, Claire. Yeah, we're very lucky to have Claire on board. It's a big weight off of our shoulders and um, yeah, it just makes the whole process even more fun. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Claire, for doing that with us. Yes. We love it. We appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Jill, let's wrap this one up so we can keep recording. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, I hope that folks have a great rest of their day. Um, we are always so honored that you've chosen us to be in your ears as you eat your meals. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Perfect. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.